being glad. I don't care when you're listening to this. I'm just glad you're listening to this. This is the Bird's Nest Podcast, episode number two, baby. Let's fucking go. I've had a, a very long day. Very long day, indeed. I've been up since 6 o'clock, and today we had our first football game. Oh, my gosh. Aiden Wirtz sitting right next to me. How are we doing today? Did you enjoy that football game is, is, is my question. So, to start off, Iowa won 7-3, and you'd think touchdown, field goal. We'll get into the score later. Yes. And how the score came to be. I enjoyed the experience, as I always do. I've been to many Iowa football games. Did I enjoy sitting there for three hours and 45 minutes approximately and watching uh, the quarterback for our Iowa football team be about as competent as a four-year-old with a football? No. Did I enjoy watching our play caller, Brian Ferentz, son of head coach Kirk Ferentz, call the crappiest playbook next to, like, Stevie Wonder, if he had the playbook? No. (laughs) You know, but did I I enjoy football? Yes, I always enjoy football. So – Went to a tailgate early in the morning at my cousin's house over on Fairchild Street. Um, great place, um, great people, uh, and yeah, it was it was a blast. We also have Max here. Yep, first. And first Iowa game. That's Same right, Max was on the first episode of the podcast. Max, what was your take on your first Iowa football game? You know, uh, it really wasn't a, anything I expected. I was I was expecting like a very high scoring game. I was expecting Iowa to score maybe 28, 35 points even. And SD or South Dakota State maybe to put up a couple numbers, 21, 14, something like that. But to say this game was a disappointment was an understatement to me. Yeah. The play calling was just terrible. Overall, yeah. how the uh, the offense was conducted, terrible, terrible. Defense, on the other hand, though, was a dog today. There's Defense no other way dog. to put it. Defense were dogs. We also have Ryan Bear. We have Luke DeVito. We have Charlie Fox here. And I know that Luke DeVito has a favorite player from today. So my favorite player today, hands down, let me tell y'all, Terry Roberts. <laughs> now this guy, Terry Roberts. Headhunter. When I say a headhunter, I mean a freaking headhunter. This guy, he'll run at you, no fear, no care in the world, and he will smash you to pieces. Terry Roberts, if you're listening to this, make love to me. Thank you. <laughs> I don't nice. think your girlfriend's going to be too happy about that, <laughs> Jeez, Luke. Yeah, she might be a little upset. And I yelled deals with Luke. So <laughs> Yeah, but me and Ryan got, got a little bit of an experience today. We got to work, right. work the game. Um, uh, I've, I've been on the field most of my life, whether it was in band or just, you know, playing football. I didn't play football for until like two years ago. But anyways, besides the point, um, me and Ryan got to sit on the on the field right by the end of the the end zone by the Iowa end zone. Uh, very fun time raising the field goal net three times and then sitting our asses down for the rest of the game. But still, even that it really dragged on. But it was super cool to see these guys like like just hearing the, the contact that we're making. Like defense was just beating the fuck out of some of these dudes, and it was just fun to watch and fun to see. And it's just a different perspective. And I think everybody should experience that at least once in their lifetime. Like yeah. That, that, and and just like the overall awe, like of just the fans, and like the wave was so. It, 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 to say it gave me chills was like it, it's it's an understatement. It gave 100%. me more than just chills. It was just it was so cool, so awesome. Um, so yeah, if you're in Iowa, come to go to a fucking yeah. football game. Like go check that shit out because yep. it's really dope. And for anybody who didn't watch the game or didn't get a chance to go to the game. Uh, it is a really cool experience, especially when the home games are all sold out, which all seven are this year. Yep. Let's go. And the very first draft, so Iowa got the ball first, and we got a first down, and then we went, you know, we got a fourth down, we punted. Our punter, Charlie, <laughs> I, I know Charlie's a huge fan. He was the MVP of today. I'm going to name him after my, f- I'm going to name my fantasy team after him because 
That man's got a long dick, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Huge. Huge. Do we, do we have Absolute. to cut that out in post? No. Okay, This good. is explicit. This is explicit, that's right. Um, this was my second Iowa game, and um, if, if if you think I'm at an all-time low with this game, um, I went to the Purdue game last year. Oof. Um, tough break. And I watched George Karlaftis get a free shot at Petrus every fucking snap. And then David Bell also had 200 yards. That's right, Aiden. That was fun yep. as well. Um, unranked Purdue now has Charlie fucking Jones. That's something. I can't wait for him to get 200 all-purpose. I'm I'm rooting for him to get 200 all-purpose yards when Iowa goes over there. Yeah. I'm serious. Yeah. It's gonna happen. But yeah, we we. Happen. It was a very fun day. Yeah. Very long day. On the positive mm-hmm. side of things, on the other hand. I'm um, going back to our punter. So he punts it away on our first drive, and where did he pin him in inside the 15, maybe on the first one? I think right? it was. I think it was more inside like the 12, almost the 10. I think I think it was around there, but it. The only reason why I think it was more like the 15 is because remember, because again, the reason why that these Iowa home games are so awesome, especially as the home opener, is it was so loud, so yeah. extremely loud that the first two plays that South Dakota State tried to run, they got false start penalties. Yep. Two in a row. Oh, I'd so, like to add, uh, their it. left tackle, 74, I don't I don't know his name. I think he had maybe four false starts called on him yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. That's like, how loud the crowd was. I mean, it was he insane. Was, he was like the Alex Leatherwood of college. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, if you didn't know, Alex Leatherwood was one of the Raiders, uh, you know, earlier uh, round draft picks, and he – He just got is, waved a couple – I think last week. He is a false Bears, start machine, yes. Yeah, the Bears picked him up, and then they waved him too. That's is right. That correct? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I think, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there were about twenty false starts this game. No, that's that sounds right. Honestly, like that, that, that might that actually be, that might actually be accurate. I know, as like to those of you listening, if you didn't watch the game, that may sound like an exaggeration, but it's not. The crowd today was how how, how would you put it? Lethal, lethal, lethal. lethal that's, yeah. that's I lost my voice midway through the second quarter. Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> It was me, Aiden, Charlie, and Luke all up in the student section. We were, we were pretty near the top, but even up there, it was deafening loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, sitting down on the field, like, just, that was, like, you, I couldn't hear Ryan talking to me or, like, our buddy Nate, who's working with us. We, like, could not hear him. And we're, like, trying, like, to, like, figure out, like, do we have to go get this field goal net up? Are they going to score? No, of course they're not going to fucking <laughs> score. But anyways, it, it was just so, it was so loud. It was so surreal. Mm-hmm. Besides the fact that South Dakota State had 20 false start penalties and had six injuries, shocking, by the way. Um, yeah. Vinny and Ryan Bear um, made it on national television. You should they talk did. about that. We did get it on national television. Ryan, didn't we get it on national television? Yes, we did. Uh, yeah, so Ryan's mom sent a picture of us, uh, to, uh, to Ryan of us, and you see Ryan with his little phone, and he's getting all excited, Ryan's like, taking a picture. He's got it going on. <laughs> She's all I want. Oh, Mafalda. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Love Ryan's mom. She's great. But, yeah, no, she took a picture and sent it to us, and it's super cool. And my mom was texting me. She's like, I see you on TV. I see you on TV. My uncle's texting me. All of his buddies are texting me. And, um, yeah, I was on national television for the first time. Yep. And I think that's fucking dope. Also, a, uh, a little side piece about the picture that most of the people took. Um, there's a player bending down in front of Ryan Bear, and he was taking a <laughs> video of him down on the field. Yeah. So it looks like he's taking a picture, picture of the player bending over, like just taking a picture of his ass. 
Ryan was. I like to think he is taking a picture he of his was. ass. He was 100%. Because, you know, yes. Ryan, Ryan's just freaky like that. He's yep. A, he's a freaky oh, 100%. Guy. So, back to the game a little bit. <laughs> yes, besides uh, that. Today into it. So, yeah. if you didn't – so, along with Charlie Jones, we lost – a couple other players in the offseason. Nico Regain, one of our receivers, who was really big in the Penn State game last year when he scored the touchdown to go ahead um, when we beat no, – we, we were number three, right? And yes. Penn State was four last they were, year. We were in three, they were in four. Right, and then we won, then we went to two, and then Purdue beat us, right. Anyways, yep. so we lost Nico Regain in the offseason, not to another team, but to injury. So he's injured. I don't know if he's out the whole season or if he's just out for a couple of weeks. But we have Arlen Bruce, the fourth, I believe. He's He's a solid piece for the Iowa team. A um, couple of running backs that switched around today. Uh, they mean Leonard Williams and then Sean Williams or something like that. Um, I know we have Gavin Williams, too, so we got a lot of Williams. Um, so we'll see how Iowa goes. You know, our offensive yeah. line will improve. It was pretty spotty today. The first quarter, it was pretty tough because, you know, Petrus is not the most accurate quarterback, and he's no. not the most mobile. Unfortunately. However, he really didn't have a lot of time today at all. And there was a lot of plays where his throws were forced because the offensive line gave him maybe one second, maybe. I mean, we were they were rushing four, and we still couldn't protect it. Like, we mm-hmm. didn't we didn't prepare for it at all, which is just, like, it's college football, first yeah. of all. The it's, guards on the inside were getting bullied all day by those yes, tackles. Yes. I felt like I was watching high school football. Today. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it was just like a big – it was like big boy high school yep. football. I think – so that's the thing, Max, is, you know, Iowa, it's it's a really cool experience to go to their football games, but yeah. every time you go, like, they either give you a heart attack or it's like, why am I watching this, you know? Because, yeah. like, their games are exciting sometimes, and then there's games where it's like, wh- why is the score 5-3? to Because yeah. that, that was literally the score. Because the first point that we got was, so we went for a field goal in the first quarter, I believe, missed that, yep. yeah. and then we made one, was it later the first quarter or early uh, second quarter? I, I could pull it up right okay. here, let me see. But regardless, we made a field yep. goal. It was, it was in the first quarter. First quarter, so it was a 46-yarder, yep. I believe. Yep, yes. 46, exactly. 46. Wow, that's impressive. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I, uh, that shit. Yeah, yeah. He's I, smart I, motherfucker. I know football, just, just, just a tad. <laughs> and then South Dakota State's kicker made a field goal, so they tied it 3-3. Three to three. Yep. That's when Iowa got their first safety later on. which Third is, quarter. That's right, third quarter. And then the final safety came in the the fourth quarter with what, like seven minutes left or eight minutes left or something like that? No, I'm looking right now. uh, Four minutes left. Oh, yeah, Yeah. that's right. That's right. Because it came near the end. Because then it it was seven. That's right. Because we wanted to leave then. It was seven to three. And we were like, wow, it's going to look like we scored a touchdown. They scored a field goal, which is still pathetic to think that in four quarters. Yeah, exactly. What do we have for rushing? Now, I know know in college football, rushing also accounts for quarterback sacks, which is weird because, you know, in the NFL, it's like just positive yards. But I don't even Jeez. know. It's still it's it's our rushing was bad today. Yeah. yeah to yeah. give you an example of it, uh, I'm reading the stats right now. Uh, Williams 24 carries, 72 yards. Let's figure out that average. And Petrus had what like negative 35. Pretty much. Sacks. And when it came after like after that, when it was seven, what was it? Seven three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Kirk running back averaged three yards a carry today. Yeah. Like yeah. Kirk would not like after four minutes he would he would not do that. Yeah. Like, that's what we we're Patriots, talking about. Um, he went 11 for 25 today with 109 yards and one uh, interception. So yeah, not the uh, the not interception. The, the interception, I will say, he did have a lot of pressure right in his face. He did. And he threw. I I don't remember. What happened to the receiver? I don't know if he fell or not from my no, angle. I um, couldn't tell, but the pass was behind him. The rece- yeah. No, wasn't it the receiver uh, bobbled the pass? Did what he bobble the pass? Yeah, I was going to oh, yeah. say he, he threw, threw it behind right. him. Yes, oh, okay, right that's, what, that's what it was. That's yeah. my fault then. Yeah. yeah, so negative 25 yards for Petrus. So, again, that accounts for it. Um, Shit. Also, negative four is a team, which was – I don't know what that accounts for. But, again, so we had – what is that? 
80, 86 rushing yards total, yep. and then minus 29, so whatever that is. Charlie, you can do the math. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so, yeah. So do you want to know what Petrus' QBR was today? What was uh, it? I, do I even want to know? 55. Well, I well actually hold up. This has to be a typo because on on this thing it says one point two. That's not possible. Yo, nah. No, no. What what is it actually? Does anybody know? Twelve. Uh, I'm I'm trying to look it up right now. I can't. All I know is that's not good because QBR is based on completions and and the um the yardage per completion and all that stuff. And yes, also interceptions. When you throw an interception, don't have a single touchdown. Your QBR is gonna yep. be pretty darn low. You know, speaking no. speaking of like. Wow. Like of like just watching the game and just like wishing that like, cause like I didn't even play football that long, and I could be like I could throw like our backup in and be like just fucking do something. Yeah. Like yeah. Ryan, I was sitting there listening to what Ryan was talking about today, and like no joke, I feel like he would would have done a better job than at like because literally he was just he was just listing off shit like boom boom yeah. boom, and it was like it, it made sense like just the way he was talking about it. So I think Ryan should definitely coach high school football yeah. because he would fucking be the goat. Coach Bear, now, yeah, that's Coach a, Bear. Don't get me wrong, Coach I, you know, you gotta cut some slack. It was seventy-two point six. Seventy-two point six for his rating. And a perfect one is what one fifty-two point three, I believe. Uh, no, one fifty-eight point three. Yeah, point yeah, one fifty-eight point three. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so less than half. Yeah. His QBR was, which again is not good. Um, but again, cutting the man some slack. It's college football. It, you know, you got a huge stadium behind you. It stinks because. You know, anytime he completes a big pass, they all cheer for him. It's like, wow, you know, he finally is competent enough to complete a pass. But every time he makes a bad throw, which is often, I won't, I, I won't deny, it, it's pretty often sometimes. Or when he had, when he had, um, what do you call it? Arlen Bruce wide open there. in the middle of the yep. field, and he missed him on like a third and nine that would have advanced the change to get us to their thirty-five-ish yard line. Yeah, that's just like you, <laughs> you're a D1 quarterback. You have to make that pass. Exactly. You know, like there is no excuse for you not. To, he had five yards of separation. I, it was a 12-yard dig. It was like an in-breaking route. Yep. And then the – I don't know. It's just – it's frustrating to see because you watch it year in, year out, and you're like, oh, it's going to get better. You see all these videos in the offseason of Peaches throwing 75-yard bombs, which there was one that went viral about Peaches throwing some 75-yard bomb to a wide receiver, which, by the way, he overthrew by like four yards. Yep. Which had no defense on him. So um, Yeah, but it's a whole different game when you're on the field and you got a crowd behind you. you got defensive linemen yep. rushing you and your offensive linemen aren't doing lots for you. So cutting him some slack, I mean, it's a hard game, and quarterbacks arguably the hardest position in in the in the sport. You know, next to corner. Yeah, corner. I I think I think corner. I think corner more in the NFL probably now because of the amount of flags yeah. that get pulled. Yeah. Um, <laughs> center center is pretty is pretty tough too. Obviously. Um, you think left tackle, right? That's that's a pretty good. That's pretty good. I think I, I think almost all offensive linemen is a really tough position because. You have to sit there and just take beatings from 300-pound yep. people. The entire game. The entire game. Too. You know? And, like, it, like no yeah, that is just brutal. Now, I know that some linemen – I mean, I, I know a lot of linemen love their job, especially in the NFL when you're getting paid a bunch of money to sure. do it, of course. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, that is brutal. So, I was just watching the um, – Hawkeye going to Baltimore. Going to Baltimore? Yeah, Tyler yeah. Wasn't Linderbaum. Wasn't it Linderbaum? Yeah. Yeah. The center, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's going to be a great spot for him because Baltimore's exactly. offense right now is, is pretty run-heavy, as you know, like Lamar oh, yeah. Jackson. Do- yeah, Dobbins is back. Thank um, God. Marquise Brown, Brown is gone. Yeah, he's Dobbins over in back. Arizona now. Yeah, Dobbins is back. Um, He was limping a little bit in practice. They were saying he's going to be ready for week one, but he was doing this hitting drill in practice, and he started limping a little bit, so I'm not quite sure. They're probably going to give him lim- for limited reps, <laughs> yeah. hopefully. For you fantasy owners out there. So, yeah, he's on the yeah. Ravens. 
Yeah. For, for any fantasy owners, please follow Adam Wirtz on socials because he's literally a fantasy football expert. <laughs> he's the Adam Schefter of ESPN Fantasy. Literally. That is the highest compliment I've ever received. <laughs> Thank you, Charles. He's salivating. Um, uh, yes, I am. I, I do love myself some fantasy football, even though it probably gives me a minor heart attack every Sunday, Monday, and Thursday. Yep, even, exactly. Even if I don't have players playing, it just it does. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you never know. You never know. But, I mean, I yeah, Charlie's right. I will scour the waiver wire. I'll look at stats. I'll look at guys who aren't even, like, third stringers to see, like, you know, what's the, what's the possible outcome of this guy possibly yep. getting carries. What's the best place my bench can be at? You know, because you, you know, depth really important, especially when you have people like. Because I had Dalvin Cook last year, and don't get me wrong, I love Dalvin Cook. He's a great running back. Yep. Oh yeah. He runs hard. He can catch passes, but he has never had a full season where he's gone. Like he's never had. I, correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe you should look this up. So I'm not spewing false information, but I'm pretty sure he's never played a full season. I'm pretty sure he's missed at least one game in every season he's played. That, that sounds about right. I'm not going to lie. And that's not, you know, that's not terrible when it comes down to it because some seasons he's probably only missed one game. But it's like when you miss one game in fantasy and it's not your bye week game, that's big if it's your first round yeah. pick, you know? So Dalvin Cook's been in the league since 2017. Four games, 11 games, 14, 14, 13. Really? There you go. So I'm, in I'm games played or games missed? Okay. So that's correct. So he's never played a full season of games. Now, I don't know if he starts. What'd you say? Yeah, I mean, three straight pro. Like, he, he's a fantastic running back. Yeah. You know, he catches passes. Like I said, the dude runs really hard. His his yards per carry average is is pretty <laughs> it's pretty good. Like, top. 4.7. 4.7 is league, really I'm, good. That is really good. Compared you know? to, like, the league back in, like, to th- in the 2000s, where it was, like, super run heavy. 4.7 yards yeah. per carry. That, that would have been a little yeah. on the lower side of like a top tier running back. Yeah, right. Where you had guys like Sean Alexander, Ladanian Tomlinson, Ray Rice. I probably should not have said Ray <laughs> Rice. Now <laughs> I'm thinking about the name. Boom. Eddie George. Eddie George. Here's a fun fact. Oh, Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson. Yes, yeah, CJ2K. Yeah. Yep. Barry Sanders. Um, in the 90s when it was still very run heavy, averaged yep. five yards a game for his entire career. You mean five yards of carry? Five yards of carry, and I th- I'm pretty. I'm pretty <laughs> well, five yards a five yards a game, <laughs> and, and I might be wrong here. Let me look. He yeah. might have averaged over 100 yards a game for his career. Which uh, is crazy. I know. Oh, I thought playing for the Detroit Lions, there. mind you. Yeah, yep. Right. I I will say this. Where all they had was Herman Moore. <laughs> yeah. Who had the who had the reception record for a while at one point? Really, for a single season? Yeah, 123 broken by Marvin Harrison in 2003. Yeah, Marvin Harrison went, was a dog that year. 99.8 yards per game. Yeah. So wait, were you were you saying that, that was the reception record for a season, and then broken by Michael Thomas, obviously recently, yeah. with yep. what 141? 149. The previous record was 143. He broke That's that right. by six receptions. That's right. Also, I will toot my own horn a little bit. That year it was my first year doing fantasy. I had Michael Thomas, Austin Hooper, who was playing really big games. For the Falcons, he was really yep. good that year. And I then, had him too, yeah. And then, I don't know why, but I accidentally did this. I had three quarterbacks on my bench. Nice. I'll, la- I'll name them worst to best. Okay. Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, and the 2019 NFL MVP, Lamar Jackson. That's crazy. Yep. My first year of fantasy, I had both Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. And then Holy the next shit. Year, and then the next year, I had Tom Brady and Aaron Holy Rodgers. Holy shit. 
Yeah, so how many championships did he win again? Um, we don't talk about that. And and who and who <laughs> and, 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 and who beat you? And who beat you in the championship with uh, with Stefan Diggs? Was it a All man right, named we should, we, should, we, should, we should probably talk about that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it was my first year of fantasy, and Michael Thomas was just coming off 149 catches. Big time Ooh. year. I had third pick, and I had the choice between him and Alvin Kamara. Oh, I, I'm And sorry. if you remember, week 16, yep, any Alvin fantasy Kamara, owners, championship week, six, Alvin Kamara, six, six touchdowns. touchdowns, 57 fantasy points. Yep. Um. And um, I, I had the privilege of playing Aiden Wirtz in the championship week, which is funny enough because I think I played you week five, and you had Dak as quarterback. That was the that was yeah. the week where his ankle yep like, I had went him, separate I had from his entire body. Same. And that was his last loss of the entire season, which is funny enough. So he was two and three after I beat him, and then he went undefeated for the rest of the year because he picked up Dalvin Cook, he picked up Stephon Diggs. Yeah. Um, you know. Aiden, shake, shake my damn, shake my damn. He knows hand. how he know, he knows how to get you. He knows how to get you. You know, I'm, I'm not <laughs> in more ways than one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, um, I had like what a 25, 20 something point lead going into Monday night, and that was the week Stephon Diggs put up 50 points. Yep. So um, that sounds about right. But still, s- second place in my first year. Yeah. No. Um, I'm not. That's I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to complain no. about that. Yeah. You know, that championship week, I was pretty nervous, too. So I was in Florida, and it was a Monday night game that Diggs was playing, I believe. And I think I needed 25.6 or something. I remember it quite vividly. 27-something. Wow. Yeah, yeah, something like that. He has the score memorized. Yeah. You know, PTSD. It's forever ingrained in his mind. But I was in Florida on a vacation, and in the first quarter, Diggs had one catch for four yards. And I was like, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm not going to win this game. That's right. Second quarter, I believe he had two touchdowns. And then the third quarter, I, f- I think he only had three touchdowns that game. I say only, but that's a lot still. Yeah. But um, I think he still had one in the fourth. They were winning, too, and he still had one in the fourth quarter, I think. I think he had three. He might have had, like, 12 receptions for, like, 100 and, you know, like, 50 or something and three touchdowns. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and he just went berserk that game. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> That's right. I have Diggs' jersey. I wore number 14 in my senior year of high school. Uh, my dad was also 14 in high school for his oh, football shit. team, so that was another um, symbol for it. But I, I really do like Diggs for a lot of reasons. I think one is he never really got his chance to like really shine in you know in Minneapolis, in Minnesota. Like He was a good receiver, and he yeah. had the Minneapolis Miracle against the Saints, and that was awesome, which, again, is one of my favorite calls, which I'll never admit that Joe Buck is a good announcer. I, I, I think he's... Joe Buck, if you ever want to see his worst clip ever, um, go back to the 2002 NFC Championship game between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Philadelphia Eagles. Opening play, um, I think his name is Brian Mitchell, one of the best returners of all time. He just goes, Mitchell. Mitchell. (laughs) Mitchell. All the way to the 20-yard. Like, it was like a 70-yard return by, yeah. like, a 35-year-old who's been in the league for, like, over a decade. He's still wow. still fucking going crazy. Um, but, yes, I do agree that it's probably his best call, the Minneapolis Miracle called yeah. Stephon Diggs. Those, um, those words are just engraved into my mind. I'm just going to say right now, um, Joe Buck, uh, 
Stick to baseball. Yeah. Hey, I don't I don't mind Joe Buck for baseball at all. And for professionality reasons, like, yes, he gets the job done. Don't get yep. me wrong. You know, he doesn't add too much flair. And some people really do like that. Some people do. You know? Um, yeah. But that, that Minneapolis miracle, that call, is probably one of my favorite for a couple of reasons. One, I'm a huge Diggs fan. Yep. Two, like, all he needed was three words. The whole, like, the Diggs, sideline, touchdown. And then Diggs throws his helmet. And it's one of the most iconic pictures in football in the recent yep. years. Oh, oh. Yeah, okay, if we, okay, if, okay. if you want to get real, real, yeah. If we, we want to get onto the topic of iconic sports lines, yeah. the only one that will ever beat that for me is, oh my God, Auburn's going to win the football game. Yes. The 2013 Iron Bowl, or Iron Bowl, yeah. That's a really good one. When he when he goes down the sideline yep. on the return. Chris Davis. Chris Davis. I was watching that. I was way. watching that live. It was nuts. Yep. It was crazy. And again, I I love football, but I wasn't like the craziest football fan. And I just for some reason I just turned it on the TV and and I turned it in with like seven minutes left to go in the game. And I just sat down in my basement in my old house. I'm watching it, and it happens. And I'm I'm kind of sitting there. I'm like, did that really just happen? Like the game's over. And and you see like because that. Like, the time ran out. You watch Nick Saban, like, just slowly walk the middle of the field and shake the hand. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, Auburn just beat Alabama. Like, that was ridiculous. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> Vinny, do, do, do you want to have a say in this? <laughs> oh, my dead ass. All right. All right. I'll, I'll narrate what's happening right now. Vinny is currently holding up a picture on his phone saying, I have zero clue what we are talking about. <laughs> okay, listen. Do, do, do you want to talk about the, the okay. Auburn-Alabama 2013? Dude, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I fucking love football. I love the game. I love yeah. I love seeing people get hit and, like, fucking touchdowns and all that shit. Great. But I was on a, I was a fucking band for, like, forever. I haven't played sports. I didn't play sports for a while. I used to play soccer. But, like, Me too. I love the sport. Uh, I fell in love with football because Ryan – forced me not forced me but he's like you better player you're also your pussy so i played anyways but um yeah i mean you guys seem like you have a great time talking i just like <laughs> i'm just sitting here with like twiddling my fucking I, thumbs I'm well, like, <laughs> well i didn't do any sports in high school but like i'm a sports fanatic like yeah. crazy like i'm big into football i'm big into hockey like i'm like a sports family you know yeah, yeah. sports fan <laughs> i'm i'm like, you believe a miracle <laughs> i'm like a big baseball fan like i love baseball yeah huge, like and i love soccer we talk about soccer all day. I think uh, sports. I'm I'm into the big three. That's what that's what I call them: NFL, NBA, MLB. You give me any advanced NBA. stat metric in NBA, <laughs> I can probably tell you who the leader is, like all time. Yeah. I could probably do that for NBA, NFL, NHL. Yeah. Baseball, I, I know jack shit about. Yeah. But um, I was gonna say before Vinny pulled up his uh, <laughs> his amazing his amazing message, saying that he doesn't know shit of what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> uh, I recently watched a YouTube video a few days ago because I've been getting a lot of college football highlights yeah. in my recommended pages. Um, the same season when Auburn beats Georgia with that with that deflection to Ricardo Lewis. Yeah. Um, the radio call of that is really good, where he's like, Lewis has got a score. Lewis has got a score. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but I also listened to the national broadcast on, on television with the two announcers. Yeah. When Marshall throws it, it's like, let's it go. And then as soon as Lewis gets the ball, they're like, oh, my God. No yeah. way. Which mm-hmm. I always love those reactions as well. Yeah. Um, I should. You want, the, you want the microphone back? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking about announcers, fucking um, what's the guy's name? Hawk Harrelson. I think Hawk Harrelson? Yes, for the White Sox. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Put it on the board, yes. 
best fucking line I've ever. Like you, every, you can put it on, on the board. board. <laughs> yes, or popped it up. Like those. Yeah. Just, just like, yep. like I got to meet the guy. Super nice. Super great. Uh, yeah. Coolest, coolest stories he's had. Yeah. But like, just in general, like when it comes to sport announcing, if you have that like fucking flair, if you got like it's even soccer when they say go go go, Peter Messi, Peter Messi, go, you know like shit like that. Fucking, fucking, fucking Cristiano Ronaldo. Peter Messi, Peter Messi, go 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 go. Like that shit. Like if 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 anything, even in boxing or any any kind of sport or even like just in general going down the street. If you have that announcer voice, you're gonna go so far in yeah, media, right? Media in general, like I feel like Aiden's gonna like one day he's gonna be like announcing some big shit, and he's gonna he's gonna have his own one liner. Yes, sir. He's yes, gonna sir. have that one. He's gonna have that one liner, and I'll be like, I fucking that was my roommate in college, yeah. dude. That's some <laughs> sick shit. He has me to thank for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Charlie's like it was all me. It was all me. Well, you were talking about flair. I like I like sat up and was like, he's he's talking about me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, but in general, like even you, Charlie, like you got that, like that very like. Well, you know, it's not. I'm not saying like it's like, but like monotone, but like it's funny. It's it's so funny, like just sometimes like to hear the like the the one-liners you have, the, the well, things that you throw out. Just when we're hanging out, is a is a great thing, and like that happens with anybody in our, in our group of friends. But like just hearing it like from you recently, like there's a lot of like, shit that you say that I just sit there and I'm just chuckling at. It's funny as fuck. And you gotta do it more often in the podcast because fuck, I love to hear that more. Well, I'm I'm well. I've been talking about sports announcing. I've been big into sports commentating for pretty much close to a decade now. I was like, yeah. I, I looked at a thing. It was like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I saw sports announcer. I was like, huh, that was cool. What? And then be. and I started like playing playing Xbox and stuff and like like commentating the games while I was playing. I was like, hey, I think I might have a talent for this. So the high school that I went to, Lions Township High School, um, Aiden went there too. Great school. Great school. Rich school. That too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We have a TV program and a radio station. Um, In 2019, I might have mentioned this yesterday. I don't remember. Um, Maybe I said it uh, when we weren't recording. Um, Our TV station and our radio station finished number one in the nation in like a national competition in 2019 which is pretty fucking sick um yes we won an emmy that's right for LTTV. Wow, um, that's pretty so impressive. i joined that in 2018 to uh <laughs> to announce some i didn't do any football games but i started off i started off doing color commentary of a volleyball game keep talking keep talking um and to looking back I'm glad I didn't do any more volleyball. <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest. Speaking, speaking of just, like, voice acting in a little bit, uh, with a little bit, is uh, fucking Luke DeVito over here. Sounding like Patrick Warburton that does <laughs> Joe Swanson and, like, all these other voices. That was the first thing that ever came to my mind when Luke talked. Joe Swanson, but not only that, but the guy from the B movie, because you like when we oh when Jerry we Seinfeld, first, Jerry Seinfeld, <laughs> Jerry, no, <laughs> he, like, he, he said no, like remember from the what's B- the deal? What, <laughs> socks, airplane food, am I right? <laughs> but anyway, no, but what the, like they're like the, the really the guy that hates the fucking Jerry Seinfeld in the movie, he's just like I'm gonna kill this B with a fucking like paper, was it a newspaper? Maybe this yeah. time, maybe the, this time, this time. Yeah, but like. <laughs> Luke looked and sounded just like him, and I just that that was like a huge connection I threw at him, and I thought it was really funny. What's going on? Yeah, uh, hey, keep talking, keep talking, keep talking. Okay, but yeah. Um, speaking of of voice acting, 
I feel like there is. I a, love acting. I've I've never done it, but I'd love to get in into it. I mean, Ryan wants to get in the porn. That's great. I mean, hey, the girl next door. Girl next door, huge influence. You know, adult, adult film, filmmaking. My dad asked me. He's like, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" And I said, "Dad, I want to work in movies." Hey, Ryan. I want to make films. Ryan, who's your uh, who's your like dream coworker? Yeah, if you're gonna be a, a porn, uh, I mean, adult filmmaker, who, what, or like actor? Any any celebrity or one of your favorite. Don't say Megan Fox. Any celebrity. Yeah. Whoa, Luke, put put them yeah. big old nips away. <laughs> Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Huh. I, 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 Wolf of Wall Street. I wonder why. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna see it's that. It's definitely in a bit. not like we're gonna watch Wolf, Wolf of Wall, Wall Street. Street. Oh. I watched it my first day here. That's right. That's right. Dude. Transformers. Megan Fox. That's yeah. that's a pretty good pick. I won't lie. That's Sandlot. The Sandlot's mom. Whatever. The, uh, not my cousin, even though we have the same last name. No, Megan uh, Fox. Scarlett good. Scarlett Johansson. Woo. Yep. That's a good one. That's a really good one. What's the mom from the fucking Sandlot? What's her name? I don't know what her What's name the is. Actress name? See, you, had, you, 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 you're take, you've taken a big liking to, to the Sandlot mom. I think she's a I think, babe. She, I think she's cool. She's I don't, a babe. She's the babe, Sandlot. Babe Ruth, Baby Ruth, Baby Ruth from the Sandlot. The fucking dear. Baby Ruth, Sandlot. the great Bambino. What is her name? Um, Karen yes. Allen. Oh my God. Karen Allen. Oh, no wonder Karen. she's a Karen. Dude, <laughs> she's not a Karen. In my heart, she is going to always be. Yeah. Because like I grew up watching yeah. Indiana Jones and Sandlot, and I was like, yep. that woman is yeah. the hottest woman. You, I mean, person. you know, you're also, just, you're just also. not. You're, you're just not Karen. I'm just not, she's not Karen. Karen. Yep, exactly. She's not, she's not Karen. Nice her name. Paul Allen. <laughs> Paul Allen. <laughs> See Paul <laughs> Allen's business card. How about, how about you guys, Vin? Oh, so okay, so that's that, that's yours real quick, and then Max, who's your uh, who's your? Yeah, who's your? You dream, know, your celebrity girl. crush, your. Ooh, Any time um, period. I, all right, Chloe Grace Mortez. Do you don't know who that is? I'm pulling up a give picture. Me, Moretz. Give me Moretz. Moretz. Oh, sorry. Mortez. I was like, right. I was messing. I know. Name. I know who that is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mine. Uh, oh, hi, Ryan. What's What's her? What is her right. name? Carrie S. Mortez. Right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this lady. Okay. Okay, Max. Oh yeah, actually, she, isn't she in the Diary of Wimpy Kid movie? She, uh, is. yeah, I believe she plays Holly. If I'm correct. No, that's uh, that's painless. Don't speak okay, to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't Sorry. come by my house. We're done. Uh, Anyways, Charlie. Well, since I look like since I look like Chandler Bing from season one, Yasmin Bleeth. Hey, that's perfect. <laughs> that's that's one way to go. Just a rabbit. Phoebe, I, I know she sings that cat song with me. Hey. Yep. Smelly cat, smelly cat, cat. Why are they feeding you? But great. Great song. Oh, yep. Fantastic. It's on Spotify. Copyright? Well, we sang in a different tone, so. <laughs> you can't sue us. Uh, we we got a little sidetracked. Um, but I was going to continue on talking about sports announcing, if that's okay. Go ahead. Is that okay? Yes, all right, I have two minutes. All right, um, I was gonna incorporate. <laughs> I was gonna incorporate into the conversation because I finally got senior year. I finally got him into it because like I wanted to do because I was the only announcer my first semester senior year. So I called the football games just by myself, and then I got him for the basketball games. Might have won a few Midwestern competitions <laughs> here and there. Ooh. And here's the thing about announcing, I'm I'm good at it, but it's a hard profession to get into when you're <coughs> younger. So. I'm majoring in sports management, which I've I've always liked analytics and stats better. So I'm probably gonna go down that path. But Aiden, if you want to go into announcing, man, you you have me to thank. You should talk about that. I have you to thank. Interesting take. Uh, 
No, I <laughs> yes, I uh, I appreciate you getting me into it. I uh, I always had an interest in it. I just never pulled the trigger because I thought it you know it, it you know I never thought it would go anywhere. Well, here's the here's the other thing because the big thing about announcing is people are just they're camera shy, they're microphone shy. As soon as you just start, like just do it for ten minutes, then you're invested because like right. that's with anything too. Yeah, like anything in like the media. Area. Right, like like with Ryan and his profession, he's a little camera shy. But once he got into it, he you know he, he <laughs> got like, real comfortable. Bring it out, let's see it. So <laughs> no, but um no, I, I'd have to agree. I I personally I'm not afraid of like the camera or the microphone or anything. But it was pretty funny because the first day, or the yeah the the very first time that you and I did it together, it was against Proviso West, and we weren't just doing TV, we were doing radio too. I remember that. And then the audio was really like spotty and weird, and we came back and listened to it, and I was like. This this is how it's gonna be like this is this doesn't sound good. But then the next game was Glenbard West, <laughs> and if you don't know, uh, Charlie and I are from some suburbs in Illinois. And Go check that out on YouTube. LTTV Online has five thousand views. I just checked it. It's actually, it's five point one. I don't know how it keeps going. I don't know how people keep watching it, but it's pretty sweet. So Glenbard West, if you didn't know, is okay. yeah is the number one or was the number one team in state last year. Uh, they won state by. I think they beat Whitney Young by like 19 points, which is the second best team because they became runner-ups. Not as good as when they came to Lions Township. Right, exactly. Right. So we played Glenbard West three times last year. Uh, twice at Glenbard West, and we got. One was a neutral site. Right, but right, but we we got our asses handed to us. You know, there's no other way to say it. Like we got, yes, we got babied for sure. Yes. But. <laughs> but Glenbard West. my back. Sorry. But Glenbard West came to LT. And we had a grout fit there, so we were taking it really serious. Everybody had their great sweatpants, their great sweatshirts, LT stuff. It was awesome. And Charlie and I, that whole game, had to have one of our, our, our headphones off because we literally could not hear each other. And so we're sitting there, and we'd, like, look at each other and make sure we weren't talking over the other one because, again, Charlie was play-by-play. I was color commentary, so I didn't want to interrupt him at all because I didn't know when he was done talking because it was so loud you literally couldn't hear anything. And you'll hear that in the clips if you go on there. I've got a couple of favorite calls. Charlie knows when they are. When you were talking about announcers and their, um, what's the word? Kind of like Famous calls. Yeah, famous calls are like the ones that are like uh, memorable or the ones that people like, you know, think of them. There's like that one with Ray Allen where it's like, Ray Allen in the corner, bang, you know. I forget who the announcer is. Wait, wait, no. Mike Breen? Mike Breen. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, but I think that was pretty cool. And, again, I didn't really think about doing any certain calls when I did it, but there's this one where Charlie asked me about something and then I'm talking about that specific thing. And I'm talking about hitting three-pointers right before one of our players, Nicholas Polonowski Jr. now, to be senior, um, fucking dog. Yes, fucking yeah. He's <laughs> he's a really really good player. He hits a three in the corner, and the crowd gets really loud. So you have to elevate your voice too, so they can hear you. And it's it's a pretty cool clip. That's one of my favorites. Um, but yeah, no, it's it was it was a really fun time. What did we do? Like maybe six games or. Like we did we did six games. Yeah. Um, and then the last two that we did were nominated for the Midwestern competition that we. That our TV station entered in. One was the one that won. First place was against a rival, Hinsdale Central. No, that was third place. Um, and then first place was the blackout game against, I don't know, I forget Downers who we Grove played. South. Downers Grove South won both those games. Track. Yeah, it was a blast. Downers Grove South was really cool. Charlie and I had our black suits. Uh, I had my dad's tux vest from his wedding. And then, nice. a, bla- and then a black bow tie. Nice. Um, and then for the uh, for the Hinsdale Central game, we had all, we also had our suits on. And that was very fun. That was the first time. It was so funny because that was the first time that we had gone into the booth, actually, and we had done a halftime segment. 
and we're sitting there and you know the producers are like okay there's no script like you're gonna just roll and i remember um what was his name Michael Garbars. Michael Garbars. He's talking to me, and I'm a little bit nervous. So I'm like, ah, I don't want to mess this up. And so he goes, "Don't worry about it. Um, you're live, so like, just don't fuck it up." And I was like, "Uh, okay." Yeah, and I mean, like, that was the best advice you could get because, like, you know, you don't want to be nervous and overthink it and take a million takes. So we did it, and it came out really well. Like the Hensel Central one, the halftime show is, or not show, but the halftime segment is, it's, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. A couple of things to add. Um, real quick to the blackout game, um, I recommended that we do uh, Chris Collinsworth like pan to the camera because I want. So the pregame it begins with just me on the camera and I say a few things because I've been working on LTTV like all my years in high school and it was my my last game. And then I get Aiden into it and then it pans to him. It was really fucking cool. But back to Hinsdale Central, um, we we really lit the light on fire. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that call is. More of an inside joke, but to it's, explain, uh, it's, uh, infamous. to explain it, Tavari Johnson, one of our not not one of our best players, our best player, uh, who's now going to Akron for basketball. Wow, um, shit. What's that's, up? That's awesome. The Division One. That's right. He's he's a really really good player, really good kid as well. Um, I wrote a athlete of the month story on him for our newspaper as well. But so Tavari Johnson was it down to Grove South or was that Hinsdale? Hinsdale Central, and he got a breakaway. Right. And he had a fast break, a breakaway, and he goes to dunk it. And what was the call that you wanted? Was so, it was it light? The so, I wanted. So it's hard to like get the. There you go, <laughs> the microphone. <laughs> it's hard to get like the perfect call, like when you're like on the fly. I wanted to like write something down in case he did dunk. Um, I was gonna say something like light the roof on fire, but like I kind of was like lost in the moment because I was like, holy shit, he's actually gonna dunk it. So I go, light the light on fire. But it's it's like in retrospect, it's actually really cool at the same time because right when I yell fire, he throws it down and it's really, really cool. Yeah. And the crowd's going fucking crazy. It's just and you had like some good input in um as well. You're like I don't remember what you said, but it was really, really cool. Yeah. Um no yeah, that was that was one of our favorite calls, but you know, this uh, this podcast initially started out as just a, a game day podcast, but yeah, which we dug into initially. And I think I think it kind of started turning into more like content creation. And yeah, sports. and like sports, yeah. not just sports, but content, like also like some of the, the content that you guys have made. Like, I know I get exactly what you're saying about like getting in front of the camera and just doing doing it. And like me and Max got and an opportunity this summer to do something. Yep. And how Max and I are uh, sports history. Uh, Nerds. Nerds. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, yeah. like <laughs> nerd. I, I mean, this is like to anybody that's out there. Like, we really, me and Aiden talked about doing this podcast ever since we met. Like, right. as, as roommates, right. like, what if we, what if we just just did a dorm podcast? Yeah. So like, if you guys are like, like, man, I want to make like a YouTube video. I want to go do this. The only way to do it is by doing it, and like, it's so simple. But like, when I, when me and Max made like that, it's so corny. It's 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 yeah. so. I yeah. want to remake it one day, but it's it's about a pair. It's about a pair of converse I had throughout high school. But um, me and Max had a blast making it. It was. It, it was very fun. It was very, uh, very long time. Very long time. But we like the memories that we made. Like, cause like we we had like fucking side quests that day. <laughs> yeah. Like some dude like polished my shoes and I didn't. Like he just kind of did it and he's like, "You got any money?" And I was like, "Sorry, I got fucking gotta go." It was so <laughs> bad of me. I feel so horrible. But I mean, just in general, like if you're if you want to go do something like whether it be like I want to become like the next MVP for my basketball team or I want to start a podcast of my own in my my dorm room, go do it. Go go reach out for yeah. the stars. But you have to start somewhere, yeah. whether it be bad or good. Start somewhere. Go do it. Grab, pick up that camera. Pick up that microphone, 
and and just just reach for the stars because or, guess what? That's the only. And in way Ryan's case, go. pick your dick up. Yeah, for right. Ryan, there, there you fucking go. take some Xanax and just go. You know. Yeah, but I think no, I think. I, mean, <laughs> I think that's really important, and it's kind of probably going to be a wrap wrap yeah. up to this segment. <laughs> it's yeah. just you know when when you want to do anything in life, you just have to do it because you have a passion for it. Yeah. And I think <laughs> I nobody, nobody could stop what you want to do. And yeah, right. Yeah, so we have, we have the thanks, thank internet you. now. Rocky Balboa. But no, I, I genuinely think that's a really important thing to touch on for anybody in any aspect of their future and their career is, you know, you start somewhere and you have to have a passion for something. And once you do, it doesn't matter what other people think, because nowadays a lot of people fear embarrassment or judgment. And that's going to happen. People are going to judge you and you're going to get embarrassed by certain things. But, you know, if you are unapologetically authentic in yourself and genuine, then it's like, it's, it's like that whole Stan Lee quote where he's like, you know, if you truly believe there is good in the world or whatnot, like, you know, do what you want to do. And if you love what you do, then it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. One of my yep. favorite quote is just keep moving forward because, like, yep. we're, we're going to there's going to be a spot where you hit a rough patch, but you just yeah. keep moving forward. Yeah. That's like even if, like, you're in high school and you're listening to this or you're in college, you're going to hit a spot where you're like, yep. fuck, like. I don't know where to go. Like, my brother went through it. Everybody goes through it. Yeah. Just keep moving forward because guess what? You're going to get to where you want to be and, like, just going through the shit, getting through it, you know, going through the rough times. Yep. You're going to make it somewhere. You're going to you're gonna get to where you want to be because yeah. hard work pays off immensely. And yes, if sir. You, yep. you just got to do it, mm-hmm. man. You just got to go out. Do not be afraid of fail. No. Nope. Because you, you learn so, so much, much more from failure than you do from success. Yes. I mean – this is quite the outro, guys. Yeah, this yeah. Is quite I mean, the we're, outro. we're like we're digging deep right we're now. We're digging. <laughs> we're episode two. What yeah, the fuck? This is episode two. Yeah, we're. It's actually the last episode, so <laughs> yeah, we're done. <laughs> we have no more. Um, you know, enjoy this while it lasts. No, creative but drive. And I think this. I think <laughs> right, this exactly. could easily correlate into our next podcast next yeah. time you guys listen in. But sure, like last thing I want to say, let's just reiterate. Um, do good this year. This is this is a start to a great year. I mean, after this podcast, I'm feeling real strong because guess what? I'm sitting around a group of guys, one that I really appreciate and really like talking with, but also two that are very passionate about something like Max. Obviously, you go to Western Michigan, but I yep. feel like in your own like sense, you're gonna figure out a way to do this because, you, like, I would love like even to throw you on a Zoom and have you like on the podcast somehow would do it in a fucking heartbeat because yep. I love having you guys around and having these conversations because one it's fun and it's entertaining but yep. two maybe people can learn a thing or two like today or after listening like <laughs> reviewing this podcast i'm gonna learn a lot more about football than i ever have and like i probably should <laughs> i probably <laughs> fucking and should and iron bowl yeah and iron bowl right. but um but yeah so like yeah, happened eight <laughs> years ago. Yeah, but yeah, actually, uh, nine years ago. Get it right. Nine years. Nine years. Yeah. Fuck. Right. I don't know. Holy shit. Nine years. <laughs> I don't even know. But yes, hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, yep. Episode two. Uh, this has been the Bird's Nest, and yep. Have a great m- morning, evening, or good night. Yep. And I just want to thank you guys for having me. Be- having me on here. I'm gonna go back to Kalamazoo tomorrow. Anytime. So. Yes. Yeah, safe travels, Max. Yep. Safe I travels. will. Thank All you right. guys. All right. Bye-bye. Peace.